1: And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, Attorney Arthur Idala.
2: 604 New York City. It is happy, happy hump day, and it has been a busy day in the world of the law. Um, I have uh, Judge John Leventhal here. He just walked into the room as I'm uh, broadcasting live. It's it's busy because. Anyone who is uh, on YouTube and I, apparently a lot of people are paying attention to this, uh, the hearings are going on for Mayor Giuliani uh, regarding his law license being suspended. Uh, it is being uh, they are being conducted by uh, my partners, Judge Barry Cammons retired and Judge John Leventhal retired, and they have a a crew of assistants behind them uh, who are uh, you know it's it's the technology is. Uh, a, a bit overwhelming um it's all going on via zoom and there's a lot of documents and sometimes it gets a little uh you know it gets a little overwhelming uh, shuffling through documents on a computer um apparently judge Cammons today did an outstanding job uh cross-examining a an expert witness which i'm very happy to hear about um yes you know when you're when your clients uh no matter who the client is uh comes and tells you how pleased they are with the the work of the lawyer any lawyer whether it's me or in the firm i have to tell you that there is a tremendous sense of gratification speaking of gratification behind the turntable and the mixes is matt sambalino what's up sam uh, good
3: evening sir i am good and glad to hear of course your firm doing well yeah just as know, they should be
2: it's like you know mr crowley was in town and floating around and in, in the building and watching you it's you know the feeling you get when Jerry comes in and you know throws throws you a bouquet throws you a compliment
3: I, I get the the fist bump and uh, yeah I, I do I like that feeling it's nice to see him when he's here you know
2: yeah it's great but it it's you know that's kind of that's that's who you work for let's face it and to to have someone you know uh, appraise your work and give you the thumbs up it's a it's a special feeling. And um, and I know Mr. Crowley speaks highly of you on a regular basis, but it's um, it's a special feeling when you have a client who has a very, very significant legal matter on the line. And of all the lawyers in the thousands, tens of thousands of lawyers, the fact that someone of the caliber of Rudolph Giuliani has chosen our law firm to represent him on something so serious um Obviously, is something I'm very proud of. You know, Mayor Giuliani and my family go back a long way, uh, because when he was the U.S. Attorney of the Southern District, uh, that was kind of my father's heyday. I guess my dad was basically my age. Maybe he's actually a little long, younger than I was. Um, and um, well, let's just see, Rudy, thirty years ago was yeah, it was like right. My dad was probably maybe fifty, fifty-one when Rudy was the U.S. Attorney. And my dad was trying cases in there, and Rudy was the US attorney, and they were doing battle. But there was always a tremendous amount of respect um, between those two gentlemen, and between many of the professionals in the criminal world. Um, and so the fact that Rudy, now he didn't choose our law firm because of my dad and his relationship. He chose our law firm because I think he asked a bunch of people, and they said, you know, um, Judge Camerons and Judge Leventhal Uh, I'll give you a little insight baseball so Judge Cammons, before he was a judge one of the areas of laws that he practiced in private practice were lawyers who get in trouble and folks there is a whole section in the law journal on a regular basis about lawyers who get in trouble usually it is there they are tapping into their escrow accounts those of you don't know what an escrow account is there are times when a lawyer gets money that's not his money. It's not or her money to spend in any way, shape, or form. The most, the most obvious example is um, a down payment on the house closing. So I uh, hypothetically, someone's going to buy a house for $500,000, and the initial down payment is 100000 bucks. Now, the seller doesn't get that money until the actual date of the closing, which could be months from the date of the signing of the contract. But at the time of the signing of the contract, when both sides agree that they're going to you know, purchase a property and sell the property, and what's included in the property, is it the refrigerators included? Are the light fixtures included? Is there any furniture that's included? Um, but So when that document is signed, the contract of sale, there's still not a transfer of property, but along with that contract, comes with a agreed upon down payment. And again, on a half a million dollar house, typically the down payment is 20% of the sales price. So if it's a million dollar house, it would be a $200,000 down payment. On a half a million dollar house, it's a $100,000 down payment. There are other situations where you only have to put down 10%. So if it was a half a million dollar house, you only have to put down $50,000. So what happens is I get the contract when I'm doing a closing, and along with the contract is a check, and it's made out to Idala Bertuna, and Cummins as attorneys. And that money goes into a very special account called an escrow account, also called an IOLA account, interest on lawyer accounts. And what happens is the bank gives interest on the money in that account because sometimes it can be significant amount of money in that account. And that interest does not go to anyone. It goes in a special fund for victims who get ripped off. And uh, by, I don't know if it's just, I think it may just be by lawyers. Um, but here's what happens, folks, and this happens especially now in the May, the days of everything is the technology. Like when I look at my bank account, the first numbers that I see when they, when I just get the summary page is the Iola account, and sometimes there are millions of dollars in there. Now you have to understand, none of that is mine. Well, that's not true. Sometimes at, at the end of the closing, a little portion of that. Is ours, and we don't just hold escrow funds just for house closings. There are other legal issues where we're what's called an escrow agent. We're kind of we're holding the money in between the two parties. So in a house closing, the buyer gives us the signed contract with the the down payment. So let's say it's a hundred thousand dollars to Idala Bertuna and Cammons as attorneys. It then goes in our escrow account, and at the actual closing. We write out that check to the seller or whomever we're directed to write it out to, but it's usually the seller. And then maybe yes, there's a small piece that that is left behind, and that would be our legal fee. Um, but when attorneys sometimes wind up in a situation where their operating account, which is very different from their escrow slash Iola account, is too low, they Often, I'm going to say, unfortunately, because this happens often, uh, they dip into the escrow account and they think, hmm, I'm not going to get caught. I'll get this new fee in and I'll be able to put it back in there and no one's even going to know. uh, But they actually do often get caught and they do these discipline. And when they get caught, they get brought up on charges. And for many years, Judge Cammons was the go-to lawyer, and he is now once again obviously representing Mayor Giuliani, the go-to lawyer to fight charges like that. Now, Mayor Giuliani has got nothing to do with the escrow funds, but he is being charged with making statements that they're saying he was not allowed to make in his capacity as a lawyer. So Judge Cammons has been an advocate for these people for many years, for these lawyers for many years. Judge Leventhal, in his capacity on the appellate division for 12 or 13 years. He was the one of the judges who heard both sides. So there are lawyers who basically are prosecuting the, the judge, the, uh, the lawyers who are accused of committing, not crimes, but ethical violations. And uh, Judge Leventhal is the one who would hear the applications and either say, okay, we, they're unfounded and go back to being a lawyer, or we're suspending you for 30 days, 90 days, a year, two years, or we're just barring you altogether. Um, so in today, this whole week, my office has basically kind of been turned upside down, um, with Mayor Giuliani and Judge Kammins and Judge Leventhal, and then two or three other lawyers and, and paralegals in our conference room. It really looks like a war room. And I'm, um, I hope you can hear in my voice. I mean, it's exciting. I can't, it's exciting. Um, I, I don't care what you think about Rudolph Giuliani's politics. Uh, He will go down in history as one of the greatest mayors that the city has ever seen. Uh, He was he will go down as a historic prosecutor uh, in the Southern District of New York. And, you know, he's got an issue. And the fact that while he's got this major issue, he has relied on the people around me to fight the good fight. And they are fighting. Uh, Judge Leventhal came out and he was all fired up. And he said he was Barry Cameron just did an unbelievable cross-examination of their expert which I was happy to hear, but a little while ago when I went in and, and I saw them at the end of the day, Rudy said to me, Judge Cammons' cross-examination should be used in law schools as an example of how to do a cross-examination. Do you know how, I think in Jewish it's called kvelling. Do you know how that makes me feel? That, you know, these are my buddies, my partners, the, the lawyers that I'm surrounded with. I'm so fortunate. And um, again, you know, I, I don't, For me, money is not all about money, money, money. For me, the excitement and the the professionalism and the thrill is really what gets me going. So, um, we're going to talk about some new, you wanted to hear about the law. Everyone says, talk about the law. So we talked about the law and, uh, we're going to hear some New York stories coming right up. We got a great show. Don't go anywhere.
0: Listen to AM970, The Answer, on Alexa, Tune in iHeart, or odyssey.com. Jersey Central Power & Light has prepared their system for winter. Is your home ready? Change your furnace filter regularly to keep your heating system working efficiently. Seal any leaks with caulk or weather stripping. And make sure your thermostat is on an interior wall to keep it away from cold drafts. For more home efficiency tips from JCP&L, visit EnergySaveNJ.com. This message, sponsored by jcp and aired in cooperation with the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. Tis the season for some Syracuse women's
4: basketball. The $33 holiday ticket pack includes three games against ACC opponents, including NC State or Notre Dame, Louisville, and North Carolina. Get this year's perfect gift for any Orange fan. Buy now at juice.com slash tickets.
2: So let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. They are such an important part of your life. Let's face it. We're all going to die. Um, and maybe we're all going to be. Uh,
3: excuse me. Thank you.
2: Well, it's you know. Really upbeat. Well, it's true. I mean, there's just a couple of things that are true. And that's that's one of them. Death we're and all taxes, gonna die, right? We all need. We, well, you all need water. Or you're going to die. Um, I think we all need love. What else do you need? Water, love. Sleep. You need sleep. Um, uh, but all kidding aside, you should always get enough water. You should always get enough sleep, but I didn't get a lot of sleep. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And I want to talk about Mitsubishi's in a minute. Cause I had a great Mitsubishi experience today. Um, so the way you're preparing with water and sleep and love, you've got to prepare for death and, or being incapacitated. And there's really no one better in the business than Connors and Sullivan. That's why I send people to Connors and Sullivan when they need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will, or an estate plan The goal of Connors & Sullivan's Attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. So visit them for a free... No obligation consultation. Call Connors & Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what they always say, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all.
1: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788.
5: We, we
2: listening to, to Sam oh.
3: This would be Mr. Mister
2: This is like the heart of the 80s, right?
3: 1985 to be exact.
2: <laughs> I, I would have to say that is the heart of the 80s.
3: And um, fun fact, my name at birth was almost Mister.
2: All right, Sam Lee, you, you just can't leave us hanging there. Go for it. I,
3: I don't know why, but my parents um they were gonna to lean towards Mister, and thankfully, someone talked them into naming me Matthew. Is got I mean, was someone drinking? Like, was it like a goof? No, it's not a goof. It's it's a true story. I don't I don't know if someone was drinking, um, but I was gonna be almost named Mister. And so
2: I'd be maybe like Mister Sam Sam Bolin. Is yeah, that
3: the yeah. Maybe I should have my mom call in and fucking get to the bottom I, of this.
2: I, I I'll sign me up, man. I would love to hear this. So. Uh, the other people whose names I my my headmaster in um, I, I don't think you don't say headmaster anymore um, at Poly Prep. His name was William Williams.
3: Okay, that's, that's one of the first one of the right. first
2: jobs I had. The guy's name was Russell Russell. How, I don't, you know, how does that I, happen, though? Uh, I, I I think the parents are like, "Oh, I think it'll be cool. We'll go with William Williams." And now there was the very famous announcer William B. Williams, right?
3: Uh, yes, I believe so.
2: Yeah, he was on WNEW 1130 WNEW um, So I left here last night Sam well, I'm gonna rail right now
3: Oh far um,
2: on on uber and lyft John. I'll be right with you. Okay. Um, I got people coming in out of the office it's, it's so great how comfortable everyone has become with my radio show and how it's such a part of the law firm that um, and I'm looking right now you know, I am so I really am very proud because I'm looking at Judge Leventhal and Judge Cammons and two other lawyers sitting around the conference room table. They've moved into my office conference room. I think they just needed to get out of the front conference room. They're prepping for tomorrow. I believe tomorrow is closing arguments. But, okay, so I, I leave you guys last night, right? We're live and local. It's 7 o'clock, 7.15. And then Lino comes in. And to be honest with you folks, the only time I could get substantive work done is after this show. Because during the day, things are just so hectic and the phone is ringing and clients want to come in and I have court appearances and it's... So Lino came in and we we spent some time going over a whole bunch of cases, criminal and civil, from about 7.30 to 8.30. Then Imran comes in and, you know, Imran is always wants to discuss things. You guys know Imran very well. He's on with McCullough every Thursday night. He basically runs all the civil cases here. And we spent about an hour together. Then I work until about 9.30 and went over a bunch of the civil cases and what needs to be done on which cases and which cases to push. And are there any cases that can settle before the end of the year? Because the insurance companies, you guys should know, they like to settle things before the end of the year to take things off of their books. So when they start next year, it's fresh. Um, that was about 10, 15, 10, 20. And I said, all right, let's call it a day because I have a big day tomorrow. I have to get up early. So I... Um, Go downstairs with uh, no umbrella, just my hat, and I look outside, and it's pouring rain. And now I am a diehard yellow cab guy. What about you, Sam Bolino? You, you, you want? You're one of these like Uber Lyft dudes, right? Uh,
3: yeah, I like I like Lyft. Yeah. Uh, I okay, lean towards good. them.
2: All right, okay, you ready? Uh, you're sitting down, right, Sam Bolino? I am. And they like Lyft. They like Lyft. Okay, good. Normally, a cab from the front of my office to my house in Bay Ridge is plus or minus 50 bucks. If I take the tunnel, I take the bridge. Do I give the 20% tip to 25%? It's 50, 60 bucks, somewhere in that range. If I do the lift, it's maybe 10 bucks more, right? It's always more expensive because you're getting like a a Toyota Camry as opposed to a Ford Focus. Okay, whatever. So I go, all right, it's raining. Let me go in the little bus shelter here. There was a very nice homeless man taking shelter, sitting on the bench with his bag of, Love, his life in this bag, but everything was cool. I go on the app. I took a screenshot of it, so you don't think I'm lying. Bay, from Manhattan, 45th and 5th to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at 10, I think it was 25 at night, in the rain. It's normally 70 bucks. What did Lyft and Uber want, Matt Sambola?
3: Uh, I'm going to say 130 dollars $202. <laughs>
2: one wanted one ninety something and one wanted two oh two. Now, you know what I, you know I, I, I don't care how, how much money I have. Like I'm not gonna be played like that. Like that's like a Brooklyn thing. That's like when you come down to the to the, see the tree and you go to buy a a, a, a hot pretzel and they're like seven dollars. <laughs> I go bro.
3: Yeah, yeah. Don't charge me the tourist price. I
2: go, off from Bay Ridge. Are you nuts? I'll give you two bucks. Give me the pretzel. Um, but it's, are you kidding me? $202. So here's what I do. I come back into the office, grab my umbrella, and sadly, and here's the, the real New York part, sadly, I take off my watch that my Uncle Angelo gave me, and I had told the district attorney of Brooklyn earlier that day... That when I take the subway late at night, I leave my watch in the office, and in fact, it's still here in the office. Um, I I put the I locked the watch in my little closet here. Got my umbrella, and I went down back downstairs. And then Sam Bolin, just to make sure I'm not going to get totally screwed by the MTA, I open up my app to see which train because I can I have options, right? I can typically I go to the D here on Sixth Avenue to Thirty Sixth Street in Brooklyn. Swap over to the R, get off at Eighty Sixth Street, and walk. I go, let me check. And on my app pops up, leaving in five minutes, X27 Express Bus from 41st and 5th Avenue. And I'm on 45th and 5th. I'm from 41st and 5th, and I'm on 45th and 5th. So I'm four blocks away. I go, you know what? I'm not a big Express Bus guy, but let's give it a shot. Walk down 5th Avenue, and it's raining. It's not like there's no drizzling. It is raining. You close that door, too, if you'd like. Um, and... I get there, there's three people waiting, but there's the X-27, which is Bay Ridge, and there's the X-28, which is Bensonhurst, and uh, I don't think I was there 60 seconds. This bus pulls up, there's four people in the bus, Sam Bowlin. I get my nice seat, put the umbrella down, start working the phone, doing me on my little emails, 40 minutes, I'm two blocks from my house for six dollars. Maybe it's 625. 675.
3: 675. I take the X28, and I got on a very crowded X28 standing room only at 8 o'clock what? last night.
2: Okay. Uh, well, okay. All right. Well, you're an 8 o'clock guy. I'm a 10 30 guy, okay? All right. Okay? okay. Big shot. All right. All right. But I am enraged by the Uber and Lyft price gouging. That's exactly what it is. It's what people did during the pandemic. Um, I, you know, I. Spoke to a former, very veteran politician yesterday who sadly said, I wouldn't accept any elected office right now because that's how bad politics is. But if I was in a position of power in a legislature, I would say there would be some sort of a cap on the price gouging of these mobile apps, uh, you know, these mobile taxi apps. That's how they get around everything was the mobile app, blah, blah, blah. If, listen, I understand it's pouring rain. Maybe there's going to be more traffic, like you said. Okay, instead of seventy, it was one hundred and thirty. You're saying it—that's almost double, right? That's almost yeah. double. They're going for triple. Two hundred—I got a screenshot. Two hundred and two bucks.
3: And I know it's also based on how many drivers are out on the road. So when there's not that many out, good, they could charge you whatever they want.
2: Yeah. Now it's and and you know what? Hats off to the MTA. Hats off to that bus being on time. Hats off to that driver. It was pouring rain. The, the windshield wipers were going like crazy. Um, we, we got a nice, safe, calm ride. I got home. And so here's the deal. I get home. I basically have like 40 minutes to chill. I, According to my Fitbit watch, I went to sleep at 12.14. And I woke up at 5.45. Uh, so I had a, a few hours of sleep. And uh, I had to drive this morning in the pouring rain to Hampton Bays because I had an arraignment on. And sometimes in the world of the law, um, the client is referred to me and they only want me. So uh, I had to go. Um, It's a press case. It was a case that was on the cover of the New York Post uh, the weekend before last. It has to do with a resident of the Hamptons having a altercation with the, uh, some house help or telephone was broken. Her cell phone was broken. Um, this was a very, my client was a very nice person and, um, we're going to get to the bottom of it. But, uh, so I drive there and then, I I mean the the whole court proceeding, it wasn't 90 seconds, maybe it was 70 seconds. We plead really not guilty. We pick another date to come back. They hand me some evidence, sign a, a, another document and we're out. Um, but here's, here's my, my point about Mitsubishi. Both going and coming, I saw the new, big, beautiful Mitsubishi truck. Now, this is not part of any advertising. I'm a car guy. It is. I saw one in a dark color. It was like a navy blue, and one was in a lighter color. And the new, big Mitsubishi truck is beautiful. And I know that it just was uh, in car and drive, like best SUVs. It was one of the contenders and it got great reviews. Uh, If you're in the market for that kind of a vehicle and you're not looking to get ripped off, seriously, call the guys at, at Mitsubishi and Freehold because you will get a lot of bang for your buck. And um, you'll be really nice and safe in a big, beautiful vehicle. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about a New York City landmark. And then we'll talk about Aaron Judge. Don't go away.
4: What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon POS patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day.
0: In a recent clinical study, patients using Salonpas reported improved sleep, Mood and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their
4: use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use salon Paz. It's good medicine. This is Dennis Prager. Visit the Holy Land with me and Inspiration Cruises and Tours because no other trip will be like the Stand with Israel tour. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com dot com or call eight five 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 six five fifty five nineteen.
3: Hi, Kevin McCullough, coming up tonight, it's Wellness Night on Radio Night Live. That means Dr. Mark Siegel, the grand poobah of the Fox News Medical All-Star team, will be with us, as well as Dr. Douglas Howard with some advice for this holiday cycle of health. That's all tonight at 7 o'clock. Join us.
2: So you want to talk about wellness, okay? You got wellness right here. I mean, you're going to get it from McCullough, but you're going to get it from Idala. And if you want to get involved in the wellness field, the field of wellness, we could hook you up right now. Listen closely. We already told you how you can get hooked up in the world of the law without being a lawyer, talking about becoming a court reporter because court reporters are such an essential part of the legal field. But Plaza College has been around since 1916. I think that was the year Judge Cammons was born. And not only do they have the school of court reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new school of nursing. The accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campuses and within the best hospital system in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20 chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plazacollege.edu. Listen
0: to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
1: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold. Capable. Electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, Attorney Arthur Idala. All
2: right, here we are back on the Arthur Idala Power Hour with Arthur Idala behind the microphone and Matt Sam Bolin. Behind the controls, making sure everyone sounds pretty. Is everyone sounding pretty today there, Bellino I, I think
3: so. I would say so. We're sounding good, as always.
2: Now, what, well, I don't know about always. Sometimes some days are a little harder than others. So let's talk about one of New York's, like, iconic locations, right? Penn Station. But the city as a whole, it's just amazing. It really is just amazing on how it's all laid out and how it works and our next guest, uh, Alexandros Washburn, is the former chief urban designer of New York City under the Bloomberg administration. And um, he is now the executive director of Grand Penn Community Alliance. And you put those words together, Grand Penn Trains. Let's talk about the Penn Station Project with Alex Washburn. Hello, Alex. Welcome to the Authorized Dollar Power Hour.
6: Hello, Arthur. How are you doing?
2: I am doing very well. I could never do what you do. Um, talk about yeah. generally, so people understand. When you're the chief urban designer of New York City under someone like Mo- Michael Bloomberg, tell give us some insight. Show us how the uh, how the world really works in there, and how what your uh, job was. Hey, like.
6: That was a great job. That was the the best job for an. See, I'm I'm an architect by training and an urban designer, which means I design cities. And so what I ended up doing, uh, Mayor Bloomberg wanted design eyes for all the laws and the zoning that was being passed. He wanted to make sure the quality of the city was gonna get better to compete with places like Tokyo and London and Paris. So he wanted good design. And that was my job. I was supposed to bring design eyes into city government. And I worked at the Department of City Planning with some fantastic people, and we did so many projects. There was so much going on, um, from the High Line to uh, Hudson Yards and plazas, little and small. It's, it was great, amazing time to be in so, the city. So I mean, and, uh, I mean Hudson
2: Yards is a it's not exactly a, a, a little project. Um, did, did, like when you pass by there, you know. I started off the show. Talking about in, in my profession having pride about certain cases we handle, you walk by Hudson Yards and like pound your chest or what, Alex?
6: Well, look, you know that's a that's a great point. Pride, let's yeah, thinking about pride because you know the ultimate pride of a New Yorker is to make New York better, right? You leave it better you. than you found.
2: That's that's what the show is all about. That's kind of what I'm all about. But keep going, Alex.
6: So you know that that's our goal. And look, it was a a gift from God to be put in this position in such an exceptional city government that was doing planning. And, yeah, Hudson Yards was one of them, but, you know, what about Hunters Point South? Um, Long Island City, downtown Brooklyn, all over the city, we were planning. We were planning on how to grow New York by a million people while making it more sustainable. And that required designs. And, you know, now, you know, you go by, geez, you know, you just – you see the waterfront um, over in Queens, and those were lines on paper 15 years ago, and here they are, buildings. Um, and we cared a lot when we put those lines on the paper. And now, I guess, yes, that pride comes when you see the reality growing. The whole, um, the whole
2: downtown Brooklyn area. I'm a Brooklyn boy. It's just, it's amazing. The whole waterfront area. It's amazing. And I, I, I am not going to ask you to comment uh you can if you want to but the way i i talk about the 20 years of giuliani and bloomberg is like giuliani created a canvas for michael bloomberg
6: to paint on yeah that's a, that's a very uh, that's actually beautifully put because a lot, I, cause a lot I, of
2: things in New York, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Alex, but a lot of things in New York when Rudy Giuliani took office needed to be cleaned up, fixed up, tightened up. You know, Times Square was a mess. Crime was through the roof. The subways were disgusting. Um By the time, you know, he was walking out the door, things were tightened up. And then I like, feel like. You know, Michael Bloomberg, over his 12 years at the beginning, you know, he planted the seeds. And by, by the time he left, you know, there really were a million trees, but uh, a lot of other just gorgeous projects that and, and obviously continue to go up through the de the, the Blasio administration because it takes these projects years and years to go. So on behalf of New Yorkers uh, and behalf of myself, um, I do want to thank you, Alex, for your service to this city. Alex Washburn, who... uh Really had his uh, finger, pr- still has his fingerprints all over some of the most beautiful newer parts of the city of New York.
6: Well, well, thanks. Um, you could yeah, you could
2: accept the bouquet, Alex. You're, you know, <laughs> just, just, I just <laughs> threw it to you. You can accept it. It's it's, it's sincere. Um, it really is. I mean, I, I mean, New York over those those twenty years really. It really turned around. I don't know how old you are. I'm not asking how old you are, but that was like, that was my prime. It was my 20s, 30s, you know, 40s. And So um, tell us now what's going on with Penn Station, which is not exactly, you know, a shining star, the old Penn Station of the city of New York.
6: Oh, yeah. No, we, we once had the greatest train station in the world, and we tore it down and threw it away in the Jersey Meadowlands. And um, that's What does that mean? Right. Wait, fill me in. What does that mean? Oh, you didn't know that? That the original late Great Penn Station, when it was torn down, they said like, "Where do we get rid of this shit?" And they put it, they threw it away in the meadow. The beautiful statues thrown in the meadowlands. There are <laughs> okay. some classic pictures from the '60s of of the be- you know there used to be these statues of Night and Day by Adolf Weinman, the sculptor who did the the beautiful. Um, statue on top of the municipal building that everybody can see, gilded statue, sure. They threw those away in, into the mud. And that's how we treated it. We thought, hey, we don't need this stuff anymore. Is this like where, where, the, 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 where we play football now? Yeah, yeah. You know, just actually it's um, right before, if you're on Amtrak and when you're getting, just before you get in the tunnel, if you count off about 20 seconds before entering the tunnel and look to your right, now it's like a trucking yard, but that was a swamp where they dumped it all. And uh, way back when I went around searching for pieces of the old Penn Station and found some there with some ground penetrating radar. But that's that's another story. That's another story. So Uh, let's talk about the
2: future of Penn Station.
6: Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about the future because we have a responsibility for the future. You know, all of us as New Yorkers, because the future is something we make. It's not something that only the governor decides or only whoever. No, no, it's every single New Yorker has a say in this. And the most important thing is a desire to make the future better than the present, and we can be inspired well, by the past. You're running for office
2: here, Alex. I mean, you're saying you're <laughs> saying all the right you're saying all the right things. So just let me know you got my vote. So, all right, yeah, well, let's talk. Let's it. talk the details now about what's going to happen. What's the plans for Penn Station?
6: All right. So right now we've we've got a, a very sad plan, um, which is basically just to, to tart up the underground. You know, adding – I mean, there's some necessary things we got to do with elevators and escalators underground, but we've kind of given up. We're saying, you know what, we're not as good as we once were. It's okay to leave Madison Square Garden where it is. It's okay to leave that office building. We just put a new skin on it, and then let's just paint and fix up underground and call it Penn Station. You know, that's victory. No, we don't accept that. We really don't accept that. We want – Penn Station to once again be the greatest place in New York City. And how you do that is complicated. I must admit, you know, I have sympathy for politicians now who just say let's let's do something small and declare victory because this is a big task. But you gotta have a goal. You gotta say, I want the best. All right? So, so tell let's, us, let's so say, Alex, you are the man, that, Alex
2: okay. Washburn, tell us what is the best. What's your definition of Uh, The executive director of the Grand Penn Community Alliance, what is your definition of the best vision of Penn Station?
6: Well, let's talk about the best from the point of view of people who use the station. So, number one, commuters. Everybody coming in from Long Island, even everybody coming in from New Jersey, right now they come into a hellhole and they hate coming in. Why? Why don't commuters have as beautiful a train hall as Amtrak does in Moynihan Train Hall? So that's that's task number one. Give the commuters a light-filled, skylit, beautiful, incredible train hall, as good or better than Moynihan. Okay. Number two, it's a it's a maze trying to find your train and try to get down to. It. Imagine oh, yeah. when you're handicapped, how hard it is. So we want every platform, every train to be fully 100% accessible, and not and all the way from the sidewalk to the train, 100% accessible all the way across. That's actually the hardest technical challenge, believe it or not, you know. But anyway, I've been working on this thing. I'll I'll tell you a little bit about my background in it before, but let's keep going with with what else we need to make it great. The third thing we need to do to make it great is something you don't normally think about when you think of train stations, but it's a park. A park, something like Bryant Park, as good or better than Bryant Park. Because you know how Bryant Park changes the neighborhood around 42nd Street and 5th Mm -hmm. Avenue? Mm Mm-hmm. It becomes the heart of that neighborhood. Well, this neighborhood needs a heart, too. And there is a way to incorporate a park where Madison Square Garden is. If Madison Square Garden goes, we can put a park right there on top of all the platforms with skylights. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're burying
2: the lead here. Madison Square Garden is going? Is that what you're telling me?
6: Hey, Madison Square Garden has moved four times its career. When I was at city planning, I was working on moving them to the back of the Farley building. They were totally on board. This was Spitzer era. And it all fell apart when he had his hooker scandal. Okay. You know, um, so we, were, we were a week away from getting them in the back of Farley where Facebook is now.
2: So, so but it's so, interesting, you know, you talk about Brian Park. And I mm-hmm. want to just go back to our conversation about, you know, Mayor Giuliani. When Giuliani came in, Brian Park was a cesspool. It was a crack. It was a, it was a crack location. So
6: most dangerous place in the city. Okay,
2: okay. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, you are a yeah. wealth of in- information, Alex Washburn. So, Alex, we well, have like two minutes to go. So just give me a little, you know, give me a little more flavor. I could do this all day all with right. you because I love it. And you'll okay, be we'll back be. on the show again because I'm, le- I'm learning more in, in this 20 minutes than normally. So go for it.
6: Well, Well, listen, if you want to actually see this in 3D, go to our website, grandpen.org. Don't have to remember all the initials, just grandpen.org. And you will see some computer fly-throughs that we've made, and you'll see it in 3D. But basically, we got, we've got two train halls, Mount Moynihan in the West, commuters in the East, and in between, an incredible park. Together, that makes a new station with all the transportation problem solved, but it makes a new heart for the neighborhood. Now you know how we're arguing about, oh, let's subsidize this, let's condemn that for this building here and there. No, you make this new heart this beautiful, everybody will want to build around it. It'll be like when we put in the High Line, everyone came. You didn't need subsidies. You didn't need condemnation. You just needed a beautiful new center to the neighborhood. And then that's where people want to be. So. And
2: last question, Alexander, uh, Alexandros uh, Washburn. Mm-hmm. Um Yep. When, when, I'm half did, Greek.
6: that's it. I, I'm half Greek.
2: I, half. I, I love it. I'm <laughs> Sicilian, so close enough. Okay. When, uh, and when and con, John Cazzamattini right. is is performing on this channel. So we're all one big there happy family. Go. What, um, <laughs> when do you think we, you know, we start seeing, uh, seeing this happen?
6: Oh, we've we got to start right away. we got to start planning for the move to the garden, and we've got some great plans we'll be releasing soon for where we think that can happen. We start planning for that. We start building. It's going to be a 10-year process, and we start right now on the underground work, the station escalators and elevators. We don't wait, but we do it every step in the context of a great plan.
2: So here we go. We have Alexandros Washburn. He's the executive director of Grand Penn Community Alliance and is the alliance, is that the direct, uh, in other words, is your role to, what, network with all the politicians? And, and every,
5: yeah,
6: what exactly yeah, yeah, I mean, we're in you- a, definitely, we're, we network, we're an alliance, right, so that we're loose. We're, you know, you got to have, you share our goals, but we're not trying to force you into a position. We're just trying to show what, what we feel is best and put up a common goal and everybody can join. We've got, you know, over like 3,000 people on our website joining up, um, you know, as we speak, and it's growing every day. So that's it. It's a common goal that we can hopefully articulate.
2: Alex, right? I and am you, going I- to try to uh, get my uh, producer, Joan, to get you into the studio with me one day because uh, I love learning about all this about the city of New York, and, and I'm sure you know so much from uh, your days as the uh, former chief urban designer of New York under Mayor Bloomberg, uh, and we can could, we could educate some of the listeners about New York. But for now, I have to go. And if there's anything we can ever do for you, don't hesitate to ask and jump on the show with us.
6: All right. I appreciate it so much, Arthur. It's been a real pleasure. Look the forward pleasure to it.
2: Pleasure's all mine. Alex Washburn, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're going to go back and talk about Aaron Judge. To be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor
1: of The Power Hour with Arthur Idala. a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964.
0: Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule, delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now eight hundred two four six eight seven five one or or balanceofnature.com and don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970.
4: The Answer. History repeats itself and we're seeing that play out with inflation. When Jim- Jimmy Carter took office in the late 70s. Gold sold for $140 an ounce. By 1980, the price of gold topped out at $870 an ounce. If today's market performs like it did when Carter was in office, the price of gold could skyrocket from $1,800 an ounce to $9,300 an ounce. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed, Coin, and Bullion. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to purchase precious metals while the prices are still stable. If history repeats itself, we'll see a run on gold sold and platinum, that will certainly drive up prices. At AmFed, you're dealing with specialists who provide you with personalized attention, honest information, and sound advice. You'll never be pressured into buying outrageously priced so-called collectible coins or anything that you don't need. AmFed Coin & Bullion, 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com. That's AmericanFederal.com.
0: Want more AM 970 The Answer? Go to AM970TheAnswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 fan club and sign up for events. AM970TheAnswer.com. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Kevin McCullough is next on am 970 The Answer.
5: When you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, smiling, and the whole world smiles with you, and when you're laughing, laughing, oh, you're laughing, laughing. when the sun comes shining shining through, when you're crying, when you're crying. You bring on the ring. Bring on Stop your silence Stop your Won't you be happy again, happy again When you're smiling When you're smiling Keep on smiling Keep on smiling And the whole way You'll smile Louis Prima
2: Yo, he was just fantastic Listen us him go, listen us him go Give me some volume He knew how to jam It always reminds me of uh, Even though he wasn't a C-C-C Original with was Betty Goodman But Piscopo always does uh, does a little Louis in his show. Great, great, great show. So, um, thank you. Anyone else's birthday need to know about San Bolino?
3: Uh, it's a couple of birthdays today. Larry Bird is sixty six. Uh, we played a little psychedelic furs before. Tim Butler, bass player, is sixty four, and Terrell Terrell Owens, forty
2: nine. Um, hold on a second. Espo Luca needs a little help with his English homework. Could go take a look. I know. Well, they'll tell you some. Luke is working on mice and men, and he's like struggling in there. Don't don't ask me if he wants to fight. So here's here's what's uh, the headlines right now at six fifty two. It seems like AOC like when it's the same lead story on the Post and the Daily News. You know, it's like a real story. Uh, Rep. AOC is under investigation by the House of Representatives Ethics Committee for an unspecified alleged violation of congressional rules. The firebrand progressive lawmaker who will face the probe in 2023 under the new Republican-led Congress denied any wrongdoing. Um, But, okay, whatever. Hopefully it's something minor.
3: Was this about her going to the Met Gala?
2: Yeah, I think it's got something to do with the dress she wore. I don't know. But here's here's the funny. Talk about conflicts. Bill Madden in the Daily News. Here's this headline. In bringing back Aaron Judge for nine years— Hal Steinbrenner signs off on a dumb deal. And then you scroll down a little bit. Mike Lupica, the Yankees had no choice but to hang on to Aaron Judge. So let's go to our expert, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Garrett.
5: Alex? All right. Well, I agree that Hal uh, Steinbrenner saved himself from the wrath of the Yankees. Look, I came on here last night with some news that wasn't real. Speaking of real, and now we got some real news. The Yankees have signed Aaron Judge to nine years, $360 million. And I'm excited. And I'm also excited because, you know, I have the relationship with the Steinbrenner family. They saved themselves from having to be forced wait, 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 to sell Wait, 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 hold, hold, hold on,
2: hold so, on, hold on. Alex, you also have a what with the Steinbrenner family? I have
5: a connection with the Steinbrenner family, and I happen to know them through George Steinbrenner. So... The, fact through, of the through through Papa George uh, through Papa George Steinbrenner so what, to, you guys like buddies or something this is like a skit from Seinfeld uh, this is a real uh, thing i was uh, friends with him for about 10 years from 2000 until he passed away so really sam alone sam He knew about this yeah i'm just going to just gonna pick up the
3: name he just dropped that's all
5: <laughs> well, why don't we, so alex why don't we get you know why don't we get hal on the show here what's the matter with we'll you we'll work on that and because look I'm happy for the Steinbrenner family. I think there's a win for them. I'm happy for the Yankee fan base. I know we had a little 24-hour turbulence. But the fact that we overcame, you know, the Giants, and I i don't know, was there even a play? He came back. He loves New York. And what I said a few months ago when he hit all those homers was all rise and shine. And I'll say it again, New York, we can all rise and shine because Aaron Judge is back. I'll put it that way.
2: All right. Well, listen, what he will do, and, you know, if he stays healthy, because, you know, yes, he had an unbelievable season last year, but a couple of he, – he's been,
5: I think, injured every other season except maybe his first one. I think this was his healthiest year, to be honest with you. Yeah, him, well, so. he
2: knew he had uh, he had a lot of money. Let's see what happens next year. Um, look, I'm happy he's back. He's going to bring a lot of – put a lot of butts in the seats at the stadium, and he is going to um, – I mean, look, if, if he's on his game, he could. if you think about it, like – Babe Ruth, right? Then you got like the whole Mantle and 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 DiMaggio and that crew, and then you got, you know, the Jeter and the Mariano crew, and like he would he would be the next the, the next generation. Let's see if it happens. It would be great for New York. Speaking of being great for New York, um, this article just came out a couple of minutes ago. New cruise ship deal will bring a hundred million dollars and two hundred thousand tourists to New York City, says Mayor Adams. A European cruise lines expansion plans will bring an annual $102 million in new revenue to New York City as well as more than 200,000 additional tourists per year, Mayor Adams. Uh, it will operate out of the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal, Brooklyn, year-round beginning next year with voyages to Florida, the Bahamas, Bermuda, Canada, and New England. We're really excited about that. So that's cool. Um, last thing as we're winding up the show on December the 7th. Uh, A day that will live on in infamy. Um, This morning, my friend Sid Rosenberg, on his show, had uh, Alan Dershowitz. and uh, We can't have Alan right now because he's in Israel. And right now in Israel, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, or or later actually. It's like 7 hours. I think it's 2 o'clock in the morning. So I'm not going to give him a hard time. Um, He said some very nice things about me. But Sid made a comment about, um, you know, what was the worst day in American history, Pearl Harbor or September 11th? It's not even close i mean he said it's close it's not it's not close and, and it's not close for a lot of reasons uh, but on 9-11 i was with a woman who was in her 80s a stranger and we were standing on the 69th street pier as the towers had fallen it was just now smoke and she said i lived through pearl harbor and i lived through this she goes this is so much worse she goes, to be honest with you we didn't even know where pearl harbor was it was in the middle of nowhere and there was no technology to show all these pictures and all the all the live shots and all the hearing nine one one calls and all of that. Uh, these are real people. These are our friends. These are our civilians, uh, and not people who are on a, on, a, on a base or a submarine. So obviously, our hearts go out to those lost eighty one years ago. Um, and I hope we never forget that, and the way I hope we never forget September 11th, as I have a huge picture of the Twin Towers hounding, hanging right outside of my office. We're going to have another live, fun show tomorrow night, so don't go away. We'll see you tomorrow. The...
1: the preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.